What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode number three of Cold One with Kyle, a podcast where uh, we drink some beer and we talk about some stuff. This week's episode was recorded from my basement of my actual house in the region, Indiana, also known as Sherville, Indiana. Home for the holidays, Thanksgiving week. Really nice to see some family uh, decompress a little bit. And speaking of family, my guest is practically family. His name is Vito Calaharios, and he is one of my oldest and best friends in the whole world. We hadn't seen each other in a couple months, so it was really nice to to catch up for a little bit, reminisce on some of the good old days. And we actually ended up trying a really good tasting local beer with a really interesting backstory too. So so that was fun. Anyways, I hope you guys enjoy. Had a great Thanksgiving. Cold One with Kyle starts now. Uh, so it's Black Wednesday. It's Black Wednesday. Greatest day for anybody that comes home to the region. Yeah. It's the most fun day of the year in the region. It's basically like we're not even going to have to do a high school reunion, like a 10-year high school reunion. It'll just be like Black the Wednesday at the, at the Rhino. <laughs> the Rhino is a great place if you don't know what it is. Um, it's a bar that all of us kids from the region – uh, Dude, I think that people don't even know what the region is. I've tried to explain to people what the region is. I have one kid that he always forgets it's called the region. He calls it the area. <laughs> like, the area. Like, oh, you're from the area, right? The like, area? Oh. No, if you're from the area, that's like I could go anywhere and be like, oh, are you from the area? And they're like, yeah, I'm a local. Oh, yeah. I you know what right. I'm saying? I, uh, the first thing I always think is like Area 51. No. I don't think of aliens. <laughs> <laughs> um, wait, did you? Oh, you you said you love Stranger Things shit as well. I do, I do. I have not watched season two oh. past the first episode. Unfortunately, I'm waiting for one of my friends back. On oh, campus. that's right. So, dude, it's so good. Yeah, it starts slow for the first couple episodes, and then like the best part about it. I'm not going to give anything away, but the best part about it is like. You know how in season one, it took so long for, like, the whole gang to, like, get up to speed? Yeah. Like, for all the kids to know what was going on, for all the the parents that mattered to know what's going on? Mm-hmm. Season two starts going, and, and when it gets going, man, like, everybody is everybody's on the same page. Do you follow any Instagrams with, like, a bunch of memes? Yeah, like five. <clears throat> I forget which Instagram it was, but there was one that I saw the other day, and it had me cracking up it was uh what's nemo's dad's name nemo from finding nemo oh marlin marlin it had his body with the mom's face on it from stranger (laughs) things and it was just like have you seen my son (laughs) and that's funny i got a good kick out of that one dude um speaking of that uh keith was telling me today a little bit about some of the dude there's some good animated movies coming out yeah. So I want to see that Coco movie. Have you seen the previews for that? No. It's the movie uh, where the kid goes and he wants to be a famous like Mexican guitarist, and so he goes to like the the land of the dead. Oh, and that sounds cool. Yeah, and he like plays with all these like skeletons, like yeah. mariachi music mm-hmm. and stuff like and that. And there's like this little dog. I think the dog's name is Coco. Okay. It's just like chilling with him the whole time. <laughs> it looks awesome, but like the coloring and like the Mexican theme to it looks really cool. Something that I feel like. Pixar hasn't done ever. Yeah. Um, and then also, have you seen the cast for, I guess this one is Lion an King? anime. Yes. 
What, dude, I'm so excited. What's for the that. budget for that movie? Man? I'm so excited for that. That movie. What is it? It's like Oprah. Yeah. Beyonce, Gambino, uh, mm-hmm. uh, um, Seth Rogen. Yeah, Seth Rogen's in it. I think he's gonna. Be, he makes a great Pumbaa, dude. Oh, for sure. He makes a great Pumbaa. Who is the? Uh, oh, who's the black guy that is like old, Morgan Freeman? He's in that too. Yeah, he's. I think he's Rafiki. Rafiki's the monkey, right? Yeah. Yeah. I wonder who like Scar is gonna be. You can look it up. I'm pretty sure Scar. I think I did. I'm pretty sure Scar is a really big name person. Yeah, I mean, dude, they're all. I don't know. Like, that's what I was wondering. Is like, I mean, dude, Disney's obviously just balling out for this movie. Yeah, and but dude, they, got they got to Oprah in a movie yeah. and Beyonce. Yeah, Beyonce's in it too, man. Um, yeah, that's gonna be wild. And I don't know what. Did you hear that <clears throat> Netflix and Disney are like separating? Do you know what I'm saying? Like oh, all of Disney movies together. are coming off of Netflix. Oh. Yeah. Why? I don't know. I don't know if maybe they got a better offer or mm. maybe they have their plan their own plans on doing their own like ABC Disney yeah. type of streaming service. But I, I wonder- mean, dude, they have the mo- they would have the money and the resources to make their own streaming service. Yeah. Disney would. Yeah. And I'm wondering um how much that is going to affect Netflix. I don't know. Okay, here we go. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Donald Glover is Simba. Beyonce is Nala. James Earl Jones is Mufasa. Uh, Chitwiddle Ejofer? Don't know. I've seen this guy before. I don't know. Uh, Seth Rogen is Pumbaa. We have... Oh, no, it's not Morgan Freeman. Ah, crap. It's John Connie. I don't know who that is either. I don't know who that is either. But John Oliver is Zazu. Okay. Um, Eric Andre is Aziz. Seriously? Yeah. And then you have Andre Ke- so Keegan Michael Key, uh, which is Kamari. I don't know who that is either. And there's a couple other. Oh man. On- Wait. Oh, Oprah's not in this. Oh dang. <laughs> dang it, dude. Oh that, no, that's because you're looking at the um, top right. Yeah, she looks like Oprah. Dang, man, I wanted Oprah to be in a movie so bad. She's been in movies. I don't... Have you watched any of the movies that she's been in? Because um, I feel like she's... Oprah? Yeah. What movies has she ever been in? I feel like she's always in, like, those movies that are very much, like, women-powered, like, African-powered. Well, th- this is something I was talking to... I was talking to Cindy about this. It's really interesting. When you think about... This is like very controversial for me to say too. When you think about the biggest like women role models mm-hmm. or the biggest women figures in of our generation, they have all been they've all been black. And like and then I'll throw in a few other ones that aren't, but you think Oprah, mm-hmm. Beyonce, mm-hmm. Michelle Obama. Yep. Uh those are like the first three that pop into my those head. Those are the first three that popped into my mm-hmm. head too. And then the only other one that I was like, I mean, then Cindy was like, what about Hillary Clinton? I think that's out the window now. Hillary Clinton, yeah. She, I think if she would have won president, what about, a lot more so. Or Condoleezza Rice. Yeah, but she's also black. I know. That's what I'm saying. So, And then you have, and then there's maybe like Taylor Swift. Oh, Taylor Swift. I guess. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Uh... Kim Kardashian, not really a role model. 
they're not or not a role model for like women's empowerment at all. What about like, um, like Lori Grenier? Is that her name from Shark Tank? Oh, uh, dude. A- I mean, you don't. That's not a. That's not like a household name though, right? I know a bunch of families that like sit down and watch like Shark Tank. Yeah. I don't know. I just like, but the I first doubt, three that popped in your head, right? But and I doubt that there are like many girls. I'm sure that there are girls out there, but I doubt that there are many girls out there that are like, I want to be just like Lori Grenier. Exactly. But a lot of them are like, I want to be like Oprah or Beyonce. Yeah. Queen B. Yeah. I don't know. It's just weird. Speaking of Beyonce, sidebar. What do you think of? Uh, oh, we talked about this yesterday. You're not that big of like a Post Malone person, are you? All I know is the. Congratulations. Something. Congratulations. Congratulations. Dude, I don't know. And heard White Iverson like and Rockstar. Dude, he's got a ton of songs. I'm super excited. I'm not in college anymore, man. So? I don't follow that frat rap anymore, man. That's not frat rap. That's like pop rap. Yeah, I guess you're right. If you look on Spotify Top 25, I bet you Candy Paint and Candy Rockstar. Paint? That's the, the name of a song? Yeah. That's such a good song too, man. Dude, this guy's like the new Lil Wayne. I wouldn't go that far. I uh, wouldn't go that far. But uh, Post Malone is having John Mayer on his new album. Oh, yeah. And I'm super hype about that. It's going to be sick. I heard uh, John Mayer brought him out in a – or didn't? Yeah, he brought him out for one of his shows on the Search for Everything tour during uh, the fall or the spring winter tour. Um and that looked awesome. I saw videos of it. Mm-hmm. I was very not convinced that Post was playing actual yeah. music on his guitar. Yeah. Like he had he had a Telecaster with um, Louis Vuitton print on mm-hmm. it, and like it was all like embossed and stuff. And I mean, it was like awesome looking guitar. But he just like when I was watching the videos, I wasn't convinced. And then I went and saw a video of him, and it was awesome. He like back in the day, he was like. A college dropout and uh, was just like playing video games on YouTube with some of his roommates. And one of his roommates like had made it big, and he was moving to California. And he was like, "Video games, yeah, like on YouTube, yeah." And he was like, "Do you mind if I just like hop along? I don't have money, but like, uh, I would love to just like come and hang out." And his friend was like, "Yeah, sure, whatever." (laughs) He comes, he gets like super good at Guitar Hero, and then he's like, "Well, I mean, if I'm this good at Guitar Hero," I should be able to play guitar. And then he picked up guitar and he taught himself and that's just how it started. So he actually knows how to play guitar and like in that video he was like playing like guitar, like actual awesome riffs and stuff. And I was like, man, this kid is like actually something talented. (laughs) And I thought he was just out here just spitting rhymes and getting popular for no reason. Hmm. I don't know. Uh, dude, I seriously do not follow the rap game as much anymore. I, like, once Lil Yachty and all them came on board, I couldn't handle it. Did you ever listen to Russ? <clears throat> yeah, I like Russ. He's okay. John has done two songs with Russ. and John Mayer? Yeah. Just, like, the guitar parts for the songs. Oh. And, like, Russ's music is very difficult to pick up on that kind of stuff. Really? Yeah. Like... Like, I listened to both of them, and, like, I could hear it, but I was like, like, you can't tell that John Mayer was on it, because he wasn't, like, riffing out or anything. Mm -hmm. He was just going along with the beat. Interesting. You know what I'm saying? And if I'm I'm an artist, and I'm like, John Mayer's going to come play guitar on my song, I'm going to want him to 
ball out. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, well, why don't you tell everybody listening um, how we met? Because you, t- I think you tell the story way better than I do. All right. So back, way back in high school, uh, I had a girlfriend. We were pretty serious, uh, and she was friends with Kyle. This was what, like how old were we in high school? This had to have been sophomore year. Yeah. And she, Kyle was dating her friend, and mm, yeah, I don't know with, if yeah, I was yet. I think you were. You guys were at least like talking or interested at some okay. in some fashion. But so they're always hanging out doing like their group of friends stuff. They were all in like the AP honors classes <laughs> and I was not. Um, so they would always do their thing and I would always get this vibe that Kyle was like out to get my girl. And I was like, I do not like this kid at all. I hated Kyle so much. And then one day comes and I get in like the super heated argument with my ex-girlfriend and she's like, you're either going to give my friends a shot and like stop being the way you are and just get over it or like I'm going to break up with you. And I was, I remember just being so upset and like I was so frazzled and I was like, fine, I'll give it a shot, whatever. Uh, I come over and to Kyle's house. He has a bonfire. Everybody's there. It's like kind of awkward for a little bit, but then like we introduce ourselves. We're just hanging out. And at this point in high school, we like weren't drinking at all. So it was like kind of the awkwardness was a little more amplified because I feel like if you're at least socially drinking, getting a little buzz, like it's easier to talk to people. Yeah. Especially in a situation like that where you, and like we're both like young and immature. So it was like, I remember it being kind of awkward. Um, but we ended up hitting it off. It was awesome. We became pretty close friends. That whole group became close, or at least I got close and knit. We made it in. Yeah. And then uh, fast forward maybe like a year or so, and this girl breaks my heart. Uh, I'm just like devastated because I'm a young kid that is like getting out of his first like real relationship type of thing. And all of the guys in that group were like, what's up with that? Like, screw this like we're not going to be friends with you anymore like Vito's the man I'm we're hanging out with him so I basically stole all of her friends and she was super mad at me for that um but to this day I thought it was awesome and then there was there was a night where uh we were all at this point we're drinking and we're at the lake Frat. yeah we were at the lake and we were talking about everything about how it went down and everybody was like Wait, Kyle, you were like so in the room. I forget what the situation was. Dude, I remember the room, but I don't remember what we were talking about. Yeah. Um, they were, and everybody ganged up on me. Yeah. Everybody. For what though? I don't remember. Dude, I did nothing wrong. I was. Dude, dude because you just turned everybody on me. I, I would never do that. Yeah, you did. Dude, I did. Well, big dogs gotta eat, man. <laughs> big dogs gotta <laughs> eat. But yeah, so that's how we got to be, to, uh, to get to know each other. And moving forward, like, I've been super close. I'm, like, super thankful and honored for sure to, like... Honored? Be, oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I don't know about honored. <laughs> but I'm super thankful to have, like, you and your family. You guys are, like, the... Honored. Like, there's, like... I have two families, and it's there's, like, 1A and 1B. 
we don't even go down to two. It's yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's one A and one B, and then like two is like all my friends back at school. So one oh. A and one B. Oh, okay, okay. So you know what I'm saying? saying? Yeah. It's like your circle. Yeah. And I'm super thankful for you guys. You guys do more than enough for me. Well, you're part of the family, anyways. So yeah. I mean, that's what we we're talking about. You infiltrate families, man. That's what you do best. <laughs> I just, I'm just a family man. You are, just, dude. You should have gone into like social services or something. I probably would. You could have oh, just. Like, I don't think I could have done that. I think I would have gone so soft. You could have just infiltrated all of these families having problems and just been a part of them. <laughs> dude, that'd be so sad. Yeah, though. that would be sad. I don't think I could do that. Yeah, that would suck. I would definitely have. I would definitely care enough for it, but I would probably be a sad person. Yeah. After a few years. So, dude, you've only had two girlfriends. Two. Yeah. And they were both oh, for shit. like three years. Two and three. That's and I've been time, single bro. for a long time now. <laughs> Ladies. I mean, you've been single for three years. Yeah. Dude, that, I'm surprised you're single with that beard. I know. It looks great. <laughs> it does look it good. looks fantastic. Dude, you look so Greek. It's incredible. And the chain doesn't help. No, the chain does not help <laughs> at all. Uh, there, was a, there was a joke going around that uh, over fall break, I went to Vegas with everybody. Yeah. And I wanted to get a velour tracksuit. Oh my gosh! And just roll up to Wet Republic, which is like the the pool club, with it just like unbuttoned, and get like a thick gold chain. Jeez, that would have been so fun. And That's then like a DJ Khaled move. It yeah exactly. And then uh, somebody on campus has a pair of like those aviators, but like like the yellow tinted ones. So they're like cocaine. Those dealers. are so sick, dude. They're like the cocaine dealer sunglasses. Yep. And I was going to just like roll up and be stunting. Yo, you could, that's a great Halloween costume though. That is, except it's cold in Halloween. Nah, it depends on where you are. True. True. Uh, you know what I was thinking about that? What story I was flashing back to earlier today was the, uh, the fire extinguisher story. <laughs> with uh so Vito uh so Vito's girlfriend or girlfriend in college this was uh, winter, freshman year <clears throat> winter break yeah winter break freshman year and Vito is uh dating this girl whose uncle uh like rents like Airbnbs or rents cabins at a like a local ski resort in in Michigan and uh and so myself and dude, I forget Jake Laws was there every time. Seriously? Yeah. So it was actually I kinda do too. Yeah. So it's myself, uh Vito and two other people, and and then uh four girls to match. Not to match, there's just four girls there. Right. Whatever. Um and so we all go up there and we're staying in this like little cute, nice little cabin. Yeah. Uh one bedroom, a lot of floor space, you know, we were only gonna be there for we were like there for like two nights. Two nights. Days. Yeah, we got there the first night, went to sleep, skied all the next day, mm-hmm. and then slept that night, and then we left the next day. Yeah. I think we skied two or days. Or we might have skied two days somehow. The I first think day we, I think we got there. We did like a night skiing, yeah. So, whatever. Like this is freshman year, yeah. So, so we're all drinking, having a good time. 
and this is the second night. Uh, and so it's it's myself and uh, one of my friends who's six six six. I always say six seven. It sounds better. <laughs> um, and so he's a big dude, and we're and everybody's just you know getting lit and doing and having a good time. And there's not a care in the world there, at this. There's point. no cares in the world. Strictly good vibes up until this. Point. All good vibes. <laughs> we had just come off the mountain. Just yeah. shredded all day. Mm-hmm. Um, and you had maybe made it down one run the whole day yeah i had a rough day <laughs> i was i was just learning dude skiing isn't your thing man that's fine yeah it could be one day yeah i'm i'm excited to go snowboarding because now that i've been like wakeboarding and wake surfing and i'm super comfortable I feel yeah like that's true that'll be so much easier that's true um so yeah we are so i find myself in the kitchen it's myself i'm a big tall friend alex and uh two girl and two girls one of them being uh vito's girlfriend <clears throat> And I'm standing on a wall. I'm standing like leaning against a wall. Uh, and, and my friend Alex is standing, uh, leaning against the kitchen sink, which would be opposite, opposite sides of the room for me. And I look to my left and, and there's just, it's almost like a beam of light. Just hit it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> just a fire extinguisher, just neatly placed on the wall, conveniently ready for me to take. So I go and I'm like, oh, this could be fun to like just like wave around, whatever. So I grab it, but I couldn't even grab it because it was like somehow like locked in and I couldn't figure out how to like unlock it uh-huh. from the wall. So I just <laughs> ripped it out of the wall. <laughs> yeah, it was like on this little like hook thing and then I just couldn't get it off. So I just don't pulled you the lift hook. and pull? I don't know, man. I don't know what's going on, but I, I just pulled the whole thing out of the wall and I'm like looking at it, examining it. I weirdly for like the state I was in figured out how to work it like very, very immediately. So I would they must so. be like, like really easy to work. If, well, they are. But I feel like fire extinguishers should be like idiot proof. Yeah. If there's a fire, anybody should be able to extinguish Exactly. It. Which doesn't bode well in drunk situations. Right. So I grab it. I'm looking at it, you know, finger on the trigger. And uh, and I look at my friend who's leaning against the sink, and the two girls are directly to the left and to the right of him. Probably the first time in his whole life he's ever had two girls on both <laughs> arms. <laughs> and so he looks at me, we make eye contact, and he just all he does is just go, just pats his chest <laughs> twice, and then opens his arms up. And just start smiling. And I just blasted him, dude. <laughs> I, was, I blasted him with everything I had. Just right and directly in the middle of the chest. It, it looked like it was like all going in slow-mo, man. And I just lost it. Dropped to the ground. I didn't even know it, but like all the – like it sucks all the air out. And it, like yeah. the safest place would be to be Damn. on the ground. So I'm already on the ground just laughing while everybody's <laughs> standing up just wheezing. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I would say it probably ruined the night. It definitely ruined the night. It definitely did. Everybody, all uh, my girlfriend at the time was super pissed. Uh, her friends were really mad. All the guys thought it was hilarious, except for me because I had her in my ear yelling at me. Dude, we all I'm did think it was so out. funny. Yeah, I mean, it was hilarious. Um, so I remember her just like being so mad, and she like ran upstairs with her girlfriends, and they're just talking, like probably just up there talking shit and. <laughs> I'm just like down there and I'm like, I don't know what to do. I need to relieve this situation. So I go upstairs and I start talking and talking to her, trying to talk our way out of it. And I remember at one point she was just like, 
going and going and going. I was like, listen, stop. Like, it's fine. Like, we're going to clean it up, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, I don't want to talk about it anymore. Um, and then Dude, we can, we definitely, me, Alex and Jake continue to drink yeah. for sure. I mean, I would have also, but, and then I came downstairs and I remember talking to you and you, you were, you said something like, dude, I can't believe that you're picking her over me or something like that. And I was like, dude, no, I just needed to get her to stop being pissed. <laughs> like I would have been down sooner if she would just let go, like, let go of the situation. <laughs> oh, that's a good story. That's a fun one. That was, a, that was a good time. What, what other good stories do we have? Uh, Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico is wild. Puerto Rico, uh, the one night that stands out to me the most. Two, well, two nights. Uh, one of which, when our buddy put a thousand dollars on his dad's credit card mm-hmm. at a club, that was a great night. But the one night that specifically comes to uh, comes to mind when we were in line for whatever club and it was way too long. And then, like, while we were in line, the club was, like, closing for whatever reason. And you and I, we were like, whatever, let's go, like, walk around and find, like, somewhere to go. And we find this little dive, like, it's a literally a garage with plastic tables and, like, a pool table. And there was a bunch of people dancing. You don't remember this? What? Yeah. Plastic tables and a pool table? There was a pool table. There was, I remember there was a huge, huge guy dancing with, like, a little bitty old lady. We got food there. Dude, are you sure it was me? Yes, because you and I walked down there, and everybody was like, no, you guys should not be walking down, like, Puerto Rico alleys, like, this late at night. And we were like, dude, there are two of us. We're going to be fine. And we ended up finding an awesome place. You don't remember this at all? Wow, I don't remember this one bit. I pro- I bet you I have pictures. Maybe like some of the girls have pictures too, but it was a it was like a dive. Huh. Like those like you know those like plastic white tables that like Buffalo Bills fans yeah. destroy yeah. on a weekly basis. Did you see it was the, like full of those? The the meme was like if you want to be a millionaire, uh just be a a, a table maker in uh in Buffalo. Yeah. <laughs> just open a store across the street from the stadium <laughs> where you strictly sell foldable tables. <laughs> Dude, Bill's Mafia is wild. Yeah. I would love to go to a game. <clears throat> I think that'd be a, such a fun time. Because Sam was like, yeah, man, uh, we're just going to open a tab. I don't even care. Just run it up. And dude, I heard <laughs> all. I heard that and that was all I needed, man. Yeah. That was all I needed. I do remember. And then I remember him just like pointing at random people like, you, come here. You, here. Yeah. You, here. We're getting shots. Dude, and me and him just were like, just posted up at the bar for mm-hmm. two hours. It was so sick. That's what you got to do. Yeah, Puerto Rico was fun. Um, yeah, so me and Vito actually roomed together for a full semester. Mm-hmm. That was Vito's first semester at college, and I had already been there for a year. And that was my first semester living in oh. fraternity. So it was my second semester because I transferred in the spring. So how what, when, what was I? <laughs> uh, junior. That was my first semester junior year. Yes. Football season. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, man. Speaking of that, the way that – you remember how I got, like, found out I got into Purdue? Yes. That was funny. That was, like – That was actually, like, so chaotic but really funny like for me. That was, the most stressful thing. I had I had applied to transfer. I was going to, like, a Purdue satellite school uh, back at home. And I applied, and I never heard back. And I was like, man, this really sucks. Like, I don't want to be stuck at home forever. I want to 
go have fun with my friends, like meet people, get new experiences, do, yeah. do the whole thing. Um, and I remember it was like how many days before the semester started? One. It was not one day. No, it was, it was like, like, it was, it was Saturday. And, and school started on Monday. And school started on Monday. Yeah. So I called. Because I was going down on Sunday. Yeah. And I called the admissions office and I was like, hey, I haven't gotten an email or anything or like a letter. What is going on with my application? And they're like, what's your name, address, whatever, credentials? And they're like, oh, yeah, like you've been accepted. <laughs> I was like, what? What? I mean, I was so ready to hear them Dude, the say, fact that you called – on like the day before we were gonna leave for school, though, is like mostly on your your like mostly your fault. mostly my fault. I'm really good at procrastinating, yeah, apparently. Uh, so and then we went shopping that day. Yeah, you called me and you're like, "Hey, I got accepted to Purdue." I dude, I was I, I was on anything. the phone in your basement. Oh really? I called down here and you guys were upstairs and I came up and I was like, "I, I got accepted and now I just need to go buy stuff because <laughs> I'm moving in tomorrow." Tomorrow. <laughs> uh. So that was a whole mess. I remember yeah, calling my mom time. and I was like, mom, I got in. Like, she's like, well, how come you just found out? I was like, honestly, like, I don't know, something messed up just so like <laughs> the blame would not be on me this whole time. <laughs> Shopped like all day, mm -hmm. moved down. That was, that was a crazy time. That was crazy. Yeah. It was typical Vito fashion though. Very. Can you tell the story about how you, your name is Vito? Sure. Uh, so, uh, my real name is Jonathan. Lame. Yeah. That's what I tell... Dude, my parents get so upset. Not so upset, but they like don't understand why I go by Vito and not Jonathan. Mm -hmm. And because my mom, back in the day, like elementary school days, if anybody called me John or Johnny, like teachers, she would go off. Really? Like it was Jonathan or she was going to freak out. Hmm. So... uh. In fourth grade, everybody is like in love with the TV show Viva La Bam on MTV. And on this show, there's this fat guy. He's got like a lazy eye. He like doesn't speak articulately. He's a mess all the time. And he was like Bam's Uncle Vito. And everybody in my class, like all the guys were like, oh, I want to be like Bam. I want to be done. I want to be like like all these different guys mm -hmm. on the show and I forget what character I wanted to be but it was like one of the normal ones mm -hmm. and everybody looked at me because I was like a fat kid back then mm -hmm. <laughs> okay like I wore husky pants and like I would always ask my mom like why do I have to get husky jeans like I want normal jeans <laughs> she's just like no honey like it's a name brand don't worry about it <laughs> just a brand and I'm just like okay mom like sure whatever uh, so everybody's like no you're Vito and my name was the only name to stick. Everybody else's that was like whoever character that they wanted to be didn't stick. And I was just Vito for the rest of my life. Yeah, you still are. And I still am. And I love it because I'm not fat anymore. If I was fat, I'd probably hate it a little bit. Mm. Uh, and also, I feel like if you meet somebody for the first time, if you meet two guys, there's a Jonathan and a Vito you're probably going to recognize Vito the second time. So what are you going to do then? I know like in the working world, you go by Jonathan. I stopped that also. Really? My, I decided to say, 
I'm just going to go all in with this whole veto thing. And even on my resumes, it has, I have like veto in like, yeah. So then do you just, so do you just be like, Hey, what's up? Like, um, I'm Jonathan, but like everybody calls me veto. Yeah. Or do you go, Hey, I'm veto. So at like IR Mm -hmm. or like our career fair at Purdue, I will go and shake hands and be like, Hey, my name is Jonathan. Nice to meet you. Just like go through it. Yeah. But then once I get to like the interview process, I'll be like, I prefer to be called Vito. Yeah. And normally it's like no questions asked. Sometimes they ask and they get a kick out of it. Yeah. So. It's a good story. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. It's yeah. never it's never backfired on me. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad that because it also will end up being like a mark of who knows you well too. Right. So it's right. cool. I love it. I mean, there are so many people that like are friends of mine at school that when they find out that my name is Jonathan, they're like, what? Yeah. Like, how, like, do I even know you? Dude, like, the thing is nobody puts together though. That's an Italian name and you're Greek. Yeah. And like, it takes people so, and then you're like, yeah, like, of course my name's not Vito. Like I'm Greek. And they're like, Oh, there are some people though, where I'll introduce myself as Vito and they'll be like, Oh, are you Italian? And I'll be like, no, I'm actually Greek. And then they somehow, like in that split second, argue with themselves and like, oh yeah, Vito is a Greek name, yeah, too, whatever, and I'm whatever. Just like, it's not. It's all. It's all like kind of in. It's in all Europe. European. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Well, let's do the beer thing. All right. Boy, that escalated quickly. I mean, that really got out of hand fast. So the beer we are drinking today is called uh, it's called Champagne Velvet brand beer. The beer with the million dollar flavor since 1902. This beer is actually brewed by a company called <clears throat> a company called Upland Brewing Company, which is based out of Bloomington, uh, Indiana. It's an Indiana brewing company. They were founded in 1997. They're named after the Indiana Uplands, which is uh, rolling hills with a high limestone concentration in them that are pretty typical for southern Indiana. They begin slightly south of Martinsville, shout out Will, um, and go all the way down to the Ohio River. So pretty common in the, in the southern area of Indiana. Uh, they make the two that I know the most are Dragonfly IPA and their wheat. But uh, this is actually a really interesting, uh, really interesting beer for them is because apparently in 1902, this was a recipe brought over by a, uh, a German family and uh, th- it was like Indiana's beer back in back in the 1900s. From from what they say, you know, I did my research, but who, you know, everybody's gonna claim that too. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, they they were considered Indiana's beer, and everybody loved it, and everybody loved it so much that the recipe was actually insured with a one million dollar policy, hence why it got the slogan "the beer with the million dollar flavor," and. So eventually, uh, companies merged and everything got all mixed up and it got lost. The recipe got lost and someone eventually found it uh, deep in like a trademark portfolio, brought the recipe out, 
I guess Upland got a hold of it or somehow, and they uh, continue to brew it, and they they only brew it like every now and then. Yeah, I guess you could call it rare. Uh, it's it's technically a Bohemian Pilsner, and yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm pumped to try it. I've never tried it. the The color is weirdly hazy. Yeah, it is. Like it's like, it's, it's, it's like the the tint of the color is like a light beer type of thing, but it looks like a wheat. Almost. Exactly. Yeah, it looks like, yeah, like I can kind of see my finger behind the glass, but kind of not. But uh, yeah, not the haziest thing I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. You, smells malty. Earlier today when you were telling me what we were going to drink, mm-hmm. you had said red velvet. Oh, shoot. It's <laughs> a champagne velvet. Yeah. yeah, and I was just like, what the, what are you going to have red me drink? Velvet red beer. velvet beer? Oh my God. I think it's really good. It's really easy to drink. It is good. Ooh, so yeah. One of the things about it is they use a little, um, they use a little corn in their grain build. Classic Indiana. Yeah, exactly. And you get and you get that at the very end of it. Like, I think one of the cool things about Bohemian lagers is like they have a little bit more of like a hop, a, a little heavier hop build in my opinion. So like, I'm gonna get you're gonna get like a slight bitterness on the back of your tongue, whereas a normal pilsner. You don't. Um, if I'm not mistaken, Miller Lite is a Pilsner, and you get no hops. You just get garbage mm-hmm. um, when you drink that. But you can taste it, and like Red Stripe is a Bohemian Pilsner, as, or yeah, a Bohemian really? Pilsner as well. Yeah. So, uh, and I love, dude. I love Red Stripe. I like this more than I like Red Stripe. Really? Mm-hmm. I mean, it comes in a 12 ounce bottle, which is well, Red Stripe's like 11.2. Really? Yeah. This is annoying. Yeah. Hmm. Red Stripe it's really good. Red Stripe is the Jamaican one, right? Yeah, but yeah. it's not brewed in Jamaica anymore. Really? Yeah, it's. Oh, I, dude, I don't know for sure. Is it in the states? I yeah, I swear it's built <laughs> brewed in New Jersey. Actually, I'm gonna look that up because it is one of my favorite beers. That's Sam Gillen's like favorite beer is Red Stripe. Are you sure about that? Besides Coors. Besides Coors Light, yeah, he um, loves his Coors. He has been doing this thing lately, where uh, at where else? And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say he stole my idea, okay? But he kind of stole my idea. There was one night uh, last year where I was like, I was like flirting with this girl on the where else dance floor, uh-huh. and I don't you might remember like her I don't know. I, I'm drunk and I'm also just like, how am I gonna impress her now? Like. I need to do something wildly funny. Red Stripe is so, in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. I'm like, I need to do something wildly funny. So on the Where Else dance floor, and for all you people uh, not lucky enough to ever go to Where Else, it's like just a disgusting college bar. It's like trying to be a club, but it isn't a club, and the floors are like as sticky as our fraternity's floors, and it's so gross. Um, but I decide, oh, this is going to be great. It's going to get – everybody's going to love it, and I do the worm on the dance floor. On the dance floor? Yeah. Oh, that's gross, man. Yeah, but everybody loved it. Um, so did I did. You the, like had to clear people out of the way. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna do the. Yeah. Word. I, no, I like. I like was like, hey, watch out, watch out, like as if I was gonna like start a dance battle. Yeah. But then I just like got down and did the worm. Did you get? Um, did you like ruin your shirt? Uh, I don't know. Okay. It doesn't matter. I just threw it in the hamper or whatever. <laughs> Maybe. Um, but so I did that, and then. This fall semester, one of the first nights 
we were at where else I did it again with Gillen and then Gillen got down and did it and he does it every weekend every weekend mm-hmm. and I just let him take it because I was like I don't want to be the guy that does the warm at where yeah, else guy yeah dude that's not a good rep though exactly it's funny every weekend he does it yes like it's almost as if he's like I have to go get this done yeah it's like I'm, if I'm out I have to go there and do the worm oh my gosh and that sucks I think it's I think it's hilarious. Um, and then he, I, apparently last weekend he had like a chemi formal. Him and his chemi friends are all like super butt buddies. Yeah. And he's like, all right, I got to do it. And he does it, but instead of doing the worm at all, he just lands straight on his face. Wait, what do you mean? Like he instead of like going down, like doing a worm yeah. motion, he just went. I <laughs> just kind of stayed there for a second and then got up and left. Oh, so he, so it was like a fail. He wasn't doing that. Yeah, on I would say it was a really bad fail. Oh. Like how you, you remember the video of Ashen where he does the slug and he's just like yeah. dancing and then he just like jumps, like yeah. lands flat on his face and then just like starts doing this slug motion. It was like that, but instead of doing any motion, he got up and left. Do you think so? Is he like gonna not do it anymore? Is, I, bet, the, I would bet you he does. Was that the end of the worm? No. Oh, man. I don't think so. I wish it was. I don't. I think it's funny. <laughs> and it's a blast. It's a blast, like, pushing everybody back, and everybody's just like, what's going on? And He's going to do the worm. Yeah, and then, yeah, but I get. I bet you that there are some people out there that are, like, regulars at where else, and they're like, this fucking guy. Yeah. Every week. Every week. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Mm. Wait, we were talking about living together, though. We were. Oh, I was ta- I was telling somebody the story the other day about how I went to go get those pigs. Uh, mm-hmm. Because I- did you come with me for that? I did not. You okay. had told me about it, and uh, I really just had no interest. You want to hear something funny about this, though? Mm-hmm. So, so Kyle goes and gets these pigs for a barn dance. Because have- I got to let me let me talk about how I went go, to go yeah, get go them. Because it was Friday. We're doing a barn dance. I'm the I'm the fraternity social. We decide that uh, we need to, you know, have some animals at our barn dance. <laughs> a little petting zoo. Yeah, a little petting zoo. And so I uh, <clears throat> I contacted some guy on Craigslist and was like, hey, man, uh, I'm interested in buying a couple pigs. <laughs> He's like, all right, just come on over. You can buy them whenever you want. And so me and like three other guys, we just like all skip class. And I, and I remember like I didn't even plan it with anybody. I just called people up that day. I called up Alex and Cam and I was just like, yo, like – you you guys want to go buy some pigs with me? It was a Friday, <laughs> and Alex is like, "Oh, I got class," and I'm just like, "Dude, skip class. Like, who cares?" Yeah, we're going to get pigs. We're going to go buy some pigs, and so he's like, "Okay, fine." And so we hop in Brad Alkire's car. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of our friends had this uh, had like a SUV. We were able to put the back seats down and like make sure like the pigs had a little area to roam on the way home. <laughs> Drive out to this farm. Literally, just walk up to the front door and like, you know. Like, hey, we're here uh, to buy some pigs. And they're like, okay, like, just follow me. And we just like <laughs> go to the pig pen. <laughs> they're just like, like, take your pick. <laughs> there's like 30 pigs just, like running around this little pen. And they're just like squirming like back and forth. And I'm just like, oh man, like what have we got ourselves into? <laughs> and he's like, which ones do you guys want? And I was like, we don't care, man. <laughs> just give us two. And he's like, all right, man, just go in there and grab whichever ones you want. And I'm like, 
I'm not going in there. <laughs> you want me to just go pick it up and be like, yeah. I'll take this one and, and this they're, one? they're running back and forth. I was like, I, dude, I, I'm out of my league. And he could definitely tell I was out of my league. So he's like, I'll grab him for you. No worries. He goes in there, grabs him. It's all muddy in there, grabs him. And when you grab him by the legs, they squeal. Okay. And so he just like catches two of them, picks them up by the legs, and they're just screaming, dude. <laughs> And Cam is just like, no way, no way, I'm out of here. <laughs> and so he brings them out and he gives them to me and Alex and we're literally just holding these two pigs by their legs upside down. And then he's like, and then we paid him. I don't even remember what we paid him. And and then I just, we just walked back to the car and just tossed him in the back seat of Brad's car and just drove off. It was just the most casual thing ever, man. And like, we're in the, we're just driving and we're just cracking up. We're like, Dude, we literally have like two pigs in the back of our car right now, man. And we're just like looking back at them. They're just in the car, just peeing and pooping all over yeah. each other. I was talking to Brad about it and he's like, oh, I've got the perfect will for Keith. <laughs> I was like, what is it? And I'm thinking like it's going to be something like cool. Yeah. And he's like, one of my shirts was in the trunk that day <laughs> and one of the pigs shit on it. And he's getting a shit covered shirt. Oh, that's so funny, dude. Yeah. <laughs> he did he had no idea why I was taking his car. I just texted him and said, Hey Brad, can I please borrow your car? Um, I gotta go pick something up for the party. And he was like, Okay. And I come back and he was in the driveway. He was in the driveway and I come back and he's like, Oh, you got my car back? And I was like, Yeah. And then he's like, Oh, like what do you what'd you get or something? And I like Open the trunk, dude, and there's just two live pigs in the back of his car. <laughs> he was just like, what the fuck, dude? Like, what the? And they're just like pee and poop everywhere. He was so mad at me, but like, I was so much older than him. Well, I was a year older than him. Yeah. But who cares, man? I was in charge. Right. And dude, he, I mean, he still, he thinks it's funny now. I mean, it's a hilarious story. So while, while Kyle and I were living together, he was planning this uh, barn dance and we got them and we put them in like a like a hay like fence thing I guess mm. in their own little pen downstairs and he comes back upstairs and I'm just bumming around in my room because I didn't really have much to do that semester I was bummed Kyle hated me for it uh, but he's like Vito what would you think about a pet pig <laughs> and I was like no way man he's like no, but they're so cute. Like, imagine just have it laying down and then the pig come and snuggle up next to you. I'm like, that sounds terrible. Dude, they are cute though. They were pretty cute. They were pretty cute. But in that room that we lived in, no way a pig could survive. Yeah, it would have been bad news. Would have been real bad news. Wait, you weren't at the house when we had the alpaca, were you? I was not. That was something special. I was not. And I, well, that was date function, wasn't it? No, that was a senior will. The alpaca? The alpaca was a senior will. So yeah, this guy was <clears throat> willing another guy this thing. And he was like, uh, and he literally walked up there and he was like, hey, you know, you're one of my best friends. Like, uh, we've always been, I've always been like so close to you and all this stuff. And they were pretty close friends. And he goes, so I decided to really like, you know, ball out on this one. And I bought you an alpaca. <laughs> and Danny was like, what? And he's like, yeah, it's. It's downstairs. It's it's in the it's in tube room. And he was like, "You're kidding." And he's like, "No, man, go look." Sure enough, he goes down there. It's just there's a full size alpaca just running around the room. It's just like pacing, just doing circles. And he's just like, "What? Like, what am I gonna do with this?" Was Danny president at the time? Yeah, Danny was president. Oh my, that's so funny. He was just like, he had no idea we had it in there. It was so funny, dude. And it was just like. 
he was literally just uh we sold it by the end of the night they're pretty valuable seriously yeah apparently you can sell them for like a grand what yeah yeah. i guess people like breed them for their milk and their fur and stuff yeah i wonder how much whoever willed that to him spent on it to get it it was jared plastic and he spent like he spent like five hundred dollars on it damn i mean at least he made a profit yeah i don't know if no they gave it to him for free (laughs) they gave him the alpaca (laughs) yeah because the people came and picked it up within an hour because oh. Danny was president, and he was okay. like, uh, yeah, we can't have this in the basement. Like, this needs to leave. <laughs> so, yeah, they sold it within the hour. Wow. That was so funny. That is hilarious. Did you hear how, for one of our philanthropy events this year, we had a... Uh, a petting zoo? Yeah. Yeah, I saw pictures. It. I thought when I went, I was like, this is kind of weird. I don't know what to think of this. Yeah. Like, there are some cute animals, but, like, this is kind of weird. And apparently everybody on campus loved it. It was like front really? page on the exponent. Like really, everybody loved it. Oh, that's awesome! Good for you guys. And we raised like a good amount of money for it. And I was like so baffled. I was like, "There's a turtle! Like a there was a massive turtle. Really? Like the size of a pool table? Maybe not. The size I was going to say <laughs> not the size. it's pretty big, but it was. It definitely would fit on the pool table. Okay. Well, I saw. Um, the only thing I saw, which I thought was really weird, was like m- like members of our fraternity in the petting zoo being pet by other members of our fraternity. Yeah, well, yeah. some guys dressed up as like farm animals and like would sit in the cages with the animals. I'm pretty sure some people got like pecked at by the turkey or something like that. Wow. I don't know. One of the, one of the animals was like a dick. <laughs> and nobody wanted to mess with it. That's funny. But it was like you paid two or five dollars to like hold some of the animals, and they had like some really cute dogs. And I bet you that's where we made the most money hmm. because those puppies were cute. Yeah, puppies are awesome. Mm-hmm. I want a puppy so bad. On uh, at the U, we're talking about a bunch mm-hmm. of different apartments. We're like, let's get a puppy. Bad idea. I know. Trust me, I've been there. I've walked down that road and mm-hmm. and it didn't end up well. That's a bad idea. Yeah. But I want like a Bernice mountain dog so bad. And I was talking to some people and they were like, that is inhumane to have a Bernice living in like your apartment. Yeah. Because those need like a ton of room. They need mountains. They don't need mountains. They're mountain dogs, bro. You think if they're not near a mountain, they're going to just drop dead? No, they're not going to be happy. Dude, yeah, they will. Are no, you dude, they need to like save people. No, they don't. Yes, they do. Dude, Emily's dog was a Bernice, and that dog is happy as a clam. Yeah. I don't know. That dog is happy as a clam. Have you heard about this shooter shoot thing? Well, shooter shoot is like a... Yeah. You know, like flirting with girls. But um, it's basically icing people on steroids that we've been doing, where... You say shooter shoot and you pull out a shooter from your pocket and just throw it at somebody. Oh, that's sick. Yeah. Dude, that's actually sick. And oh, I'm going to start that. Oh, dude. And it's like we do it with like tequila and stuff. Ooh. Yeah. But and it's like you can't not do it because then you're a bitch. Yeah. Of course you are. All right. Well, anyways, thanks for coming on. This is the first one that I did with like an old friend. You're considered an old friend at this point. That's crazy. Well, I'm glad to be here. Yeah, it was fun. Podcasts are sick. Thanks for the beer, man. Hey, cheers to you. Cheers to me. Hey, where did you get those clothes? At the toilet store?